um, YouTube. All right, I so just hit the record button. Just to let you know. Oh, you okay. just hit recording. We can always edit stuff out, though, Trent. It's okay. Oh, don't. He edit never anything. does, though, Trent. Don't edit anything. Keep everything in. Keep it in the purest form possible. <laughs> good doing well i'm i i'm in our spare bedroom right now i make dinner tonight i told sarah my wife so i'm gonna get the girls from school i'm gonna make dinner i'm gonna eat real fast and i'm gonna go hide in the back bedroom because i'm gonna be on a podcast yeah yeah (laughs) here i am she's she's alone on on get to bed duty oh and i gave him baths too dinner already husband that is awesome yeah, it's six fifteen here, so it's like oh, yeah, I've been on fire. Would so, you, you, you not work? I made stew. Nice. I threw it in a pressure crock pot cooker thing, and it didn't blow up on me. So <laughs> yeah, what time is it? Okay, so it's six here in Arkansas. I don't understand time zones. Where Where are you, Michael? What time is it for you? Uh it's four fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, four sixteen. We're both in Cali. Okay, gotcha. You guys are way. Way over there. We're in the past. <laughs> You're in the future, so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I am. It's pretty good. I think I think you'll – I'm going to make a prediction, and a couple hours the sun will go down for you guys, so just hang tight. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> if it yeah, happens, you man. Tell you're going to be a fun interview. Oh, yeah. All right, so, so yeah. how are we going to do this, and how are we not going to talk over each other all the time? Well, I never talk, so. I was like, I'll – I talk too much, so we can use hand signals. Like, like throw up the middle finger? I, yeah, that's right. Yeah, here's the bird. <laughs> Shut up. It's my turn to talk. Hey, hey Trent, man, uh, to be honest with you, the only thing I edit out all the time is Ashley cussing and all these things because she's like... Curse like a sailor. Poof! So... Yeah, I'm gonna be careful. I've got, got my little girls in the other room, and although they've dropped some bad words, I... They don't know they're dropping them, and I like it it's for them to not be able to blame it on me when they say, <laughs> I'm like, no, Sarah, wasn't me. Mm-mm. She got that. She learned that at daycare. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, I'll, we'll keep it down. Edit out, Ashley. That's fine. Don't yeah. get, don't get too out of control. I don't want my, I don't want Collins, my five-year-old running in here and telling you to watch your mouth. So I know. We'll yeah, actually. All right. So I guess so how it'll go will be like Trent speaks all the time whenever then ashley and then i'll just be like i'll be in the background laughing or the other way around we just, as long as we always have someone laughing in the background i think we're going to be set <laughs> yeah i, I think that's a good, <laughs> I'm just kidding. good plan all right so what's what's in the books like what are we going to do you guys both started at the same time okay go one of you whoever says it first go what are we going to do how what's the three for um uh, weekend and then what else ashley? um we talk about what we did over the weekend, which I think, did we, when was the last time we spoke? Was it last week? I don't even yeah. remember. Um, okay, well, I think I think today's format's going to be a little different because we actually have our first guest. Like, no, like our first live Skype guest. And we are so excited to have Trent today. So today, it's all about Trent 
ladies and gentlemen. So he is going to be in the hot seat. So we basically want to know your whole story and drop your drop your bombs of wisdom that you have already started uh, to give us some tidbits of advice in the group, which we totally um, we totally appreciate. So. So yeah, give us some backstory, Trent. Um, what did you do this weekend? And then tell us a little bit about who you are and, and um, how the whole dental thing got started. Okay, cool. So, oh man, this weekend, I don't even, I don't even remember. Okay, no, no, no. We had a Christmas party with some friends, all of which are dentists, husband and wives, except for my wife. So we did that Saturday night. That was fun. Just got together, did a Dirty Santa exchange. That I'm trying to remember what else what, we did. What is we, a dirty Santa? Oh, I was just about to ask that. You guys know a dirty Santa? You everybody brings a gift and you go in a circle and you get you pick a gift out of the pile in the middle and then when it's your turn you can either pick another gift from the pile or you can steal it from someone else. Okay, so everyone okay. goes around and gets a turn. However many times you want to go around and and you steal. It's dirty Santa because you're stealing. That was not near as excited as you guys thought it was. You guys are all excited. Dirty Santa? So there's no handcuffs? No, no. Nothing like that. Okay. Jeez, Ashley, no. No handcuffs. My feelings would get hurt, though. If I got a gift for somebody and then it's like, I don't want it. I'm like, aw. I know. That's, yeah, that's the thing. So the key to take something you want, then at least you can, you steal it and it's yours or someone steals it from you like well at least i brought a good gift so what was the best that, gift you know someone brought a dollar and 50 cent like nerf gun from walmart <laughs> and it was like this big and that ended up i mean we it, it went around and everyone shot everybody with it so that was a dollar and 50 cents so you get get a bunch of dentists why, why do i not see trent that. anymore do you see him michael i see trent oh um, i don't see trent Oh, there I see you. Okay. I'm, I didn't move. So, okay. So that was this weekend. Backstory, I'm from Arkansas. I grew up in a little town called Siloam Springs, Arkansas. Um, so got a little bit of the redneck thing going on, which I'm okay with. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how, I don't, I don't think I would fare very well in California or, or any state with plumbing. Um, <laughs> grew up in Arkansas, went to... College in Kansas City, where I met my wife, Sarah. Um, and then from there, we got married before we got out of school, moved to Oklahoma City, where I did dental school at Oklahoma. I'm not a Sooner fan, but Arkansas doesn't have a dental school. So, um, yeah, went to school there, graduated in 2013. And then from there, came back to Arkansas. I was going to buy a practice. It didn't work out. And so then I worked corporate for a, about a year, which was which was rough. Uh, I had to grow up a lot in that year. And I don't know, I kind of had a typical corporate dentistry experience. Um, so that kind of stressed me out, made me hate dentistry for a while, but it got me a lot of good experience, which I'm thankful for. And then I was going to go join another practice that didn't work out. I think the recurring thing is me. So, um, maybe I just wasn't meant to, to work at other places. Um, and then worked at a community clinic, a community health center, just saw, Medicaid, lower income, patients for a couple years while I got my own office up and running. So we opened in Centerton, Arkansas, um, which is like right next door to Bentonville, Arkansas, which is the home of Walmart. Um, that's our claim to fame, which most people dislike. Um, but hey, I'll take it. 
So we we opened in April of 2016. So um, yeah, it's been about a year and a half, a little over now, and open from scratch. Things are going really well. Been real busy. I'm not I'm not the best like manager or organizer or checklist person. So we're like a year and a half into it, and I just got my front desk today some training with Open Dental or software. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it took me a long time to get to that, and it's like, well, we got to do everything on the software. Maybe I should get people trained because they were having questions on stuff. So yeah, I've kind of been really delayed on on most things practice management, but we opened in a really good area with really good demographics. So we've been we've been busy and had 150 new patients a month. Well. I probably averaged 130 or so since we opened, but this last month was oh, 155, I think. We just added a doctor about a month ago, a month and a half ago, and so she's been doing awesome. Um, yeah, so we've kind of been successful because of where we are. You know, I think if we would open a more competitive market, I'd have been hosed. So I've been successful in spite of myself because we picked a really good location, and then and then we're not, you know, I'm not a total jerk, which helps too because some dentists tend to be like the biggest jerks and just run people off. That's what people hate the dentist. So yeah, I try to be nice and open in a good spot. Oh, I was going to say, so what, what does your demographics look like? When I, when we opened our town, I think we had 12,000 people there and there was only one other dentist. Um, it's actually one of my, one of my buddies, one of the ones at the Christmas party. So, um, but anyhow, so we, when we open, there's about 12,000 people and then, um, now we've got, there's three dentists in town and there's, I mean, it's growing like crazy. There's probably over 15,000 people there now. It's basically Bentonville overflow, um, kind of a, a bedroom community right outside of Bentonville, which isn't even a big city, but, um, it's geographically pretty small. So everything's growing out into Centerton cause there's, you know, everyone's coming in to work for Walmart or suppliers or vendors for Walmart. Um, the target guy. Target guy? Yeah. yeah. Target. Target. Yeah, my wife likes Target. I I don't know. If you want it, it's going to be at Walmart for cheaper. So, but I'm not that fancy either. So, you know, I'm okay wearing Walmart stuff, which I hey, guess so, isn't cool. So both you guys have worked in corporate dentistry or no? I did. Did you actually? No. Oh. Uh, when you said you, you had to awful. grow up quick, Why? I got so in dental school, you're seeing like you know two patients a day. You're asking for permission to put a filling in a tooth, and and it's just like the slowest possible way to learn anything. And so you get out of dental school, you're like, yeah, I'm a doctor. I'm gonna do everything. And then in a corporate office, it's like there's production goals, there's collection goals. You have you know, you don't really have much control or any control over your schedule, at least my experience. Um, mm-hmm. And so you're just kind of thrown in seeing patients all day and they're expecting you to do all this stuff. And you got regional managers coming in telling you teeth need crowns or don't need crowns and telling you how to do your job. And, and so you got to, you know, kind of put those people in their place, which is difficult to do. And then, I don't know, then just, just having to see patients, having to see, you know, like 20 more patients a day. Um, how to learn, you gotta learn how to be a dentist. You gotta, man, you gotta really get used to people saying, I hate you all day long. So in dental school, it's like, I don't know, people are just, they've given up on life. They're, they're going, they're going to dental school. 
Yeah. Um, they're going to be there for like 12 hours to get a filling done. Um, and then you get out and then it's like, I mean, you really, you see through the volume of patients, you see how much anxiety people have toward dentists and um, you're seeing a whole bunch of people and then you're trying to learn how to be efficient with your time. You know, you get out of dental school, you've done like, I don't know, a handful of crowns and you do that many in a week now. Um, whereas that's what you did in four years in school. So having to learn to be efficient and then having to learn to communicate with people. Um, I got, I mean, I got stressed out. My first year out of school, I remember I was doing, I was doing a root canal on this poor lady and, uh, I don't know, I shouldn't have been doing it. And I ended up perfing through the, like I unroofed the, the, the furcation of this tooth and it finally starts bleeding. And I just knew, I was like, you know what, that's cortical bone. <laughs> and so I took an x-ray and then like I, we took the tooth out, you know, but I didn't sleep for a month and I was so stressed out. My next job, I didn't have to do root canals. And so I just didn't. And it took me probably six months into my startup until I was comfortable starting to do root canals again. I still remember this lady. I remember her name, which I won't say. She wore patchouli all the time. So anytime I'm around anywhere and there's a smell of patchouli, I go straight back to like code brown messing myself on a root canal that I just like just right out of school. And so I was convinced that like she was probably going to die and I was going to get sued and lose my license and end up in jail. Um, it, was, it, was, it was awful all around and it was worse for that poor lady. So, um, I mean, we made it right for her, but, but still it was some of those growing pains of learning how to be a dentist. Um, and then on top of that, just the corporate, the volume, the pressures was, it was pretty, it was pretty hard on me. Oh, I was going to say you, you've been pretty open about, how the first year into your startup, you got into a depressed mode. What? You did? Yeah, you didn't read his post? Uh, I, was like, oh, I, see, I see your picture and I'm like, oh, there goes Trent, but I never really, I'm, I'm pretty bad at reading stuff. You know. So I, I thought I was in the dumps that first year out of school when I realized like, I didn't know how to do a root canal. Man, our, when we first opened the practice, probably that first year, Dude, I got so stressed out. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know. It, it was, it was hard because there's a lot of responsibility, and here I am, 28, or I don't even remember how old I was, um, which was two years ago, so 28. Um, <laughs> you know, it's my first real job, like being a first time to be a boss, um, and then there's just a lot of pressure on doing things right, and then I don't know. I think some generalized anxiety, which a lot of people just have, I did and read so. It. All, all, yeah, yeah. So all the stress and stuff of that, man. I my fr I was all excited about opening my office, like gung ho on dental town all night, reading everything <laughs> all the time. And then the weekend before we opened, the Friday before, like I had a dream that I was a dentist in like a basketball gym, and we had a room full of patients. They were all behind and yelling and mad. And then I woke up and then like didn't recover for six months. So, I mean, I woke. I still remember that stupid dream. And then, I mean, we opened, and I, I was so stressed. I just kept waiting for everything to just collapse. I was vomiting, like, in the mornings. I'd show up to work, but i got to go throw up. And I'd never, I'd never been that stressed before. I mean, you hear about athletes before big yeah, games yeah, yeah. or whatever. <clears throat> so, anyhow, yeah, there that is. I'm a basket case. But I'm open about it because it was something I went through. And then you, you, you talk to other people, private messaging or elsewhere, and a lot of other people deal with that too. And so – I had a period of time after I opened, and we, the practice has always been busy, and it, it's never been in danger of failing. Um, 
so it wasn't it wasn't an anxiety of like money or financial stress it was just i don't know having to grow up and be a boss and be in charge and so yeah yeah i dealt i dealt with that and you know it took time to get through it for me was um you know just just working on it talking about it i went my wife's a nurse practitioner she's like why don't you go see a counselor and, and talk so i did um and so that helped and then you know like for me praying about it joined a bible study was very helpful for me in time um just slowly slowly things improved and now it's like okay that's behind me that took a solid year um and i felt i mean for a while there i I regretted it i was like why did i do this i shouldn't have opened my office i should just stayed at my fqhc doing amalgams all day every day forever um (laughs) but but, you know i was kind of committed so we we got through it and then now things are good we're i'm having a ton of fun as a dentist starting to get to have more fun as a practice owner like you know, trying to you know sit down, write goals for next year, and work with my team and get get them the training. I should have got them a long time ago. Like I said, with Open Dental, they had training for that today, and they were all excited about it. Like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would have made life a lot easier. I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. We're when was now. the moment when in that year of depression where you like hit, you felt like you hit rock bottom, where you're like, man, where you thought that, where you said, man, why did I, why did I do this? Why am I here? Man, I, I I don't know the exact moment, but I remember being up there at the office in the morning. Mornings are always worse for me. And sitting at my desk, like just sitting there, my hands are just shaking. And it was like, and this is, guys, this is this is not a normal thing for me. Well, yeah. I guess now, I mean, since, but it was like, what is wrong? And just sitting there, like, I want to be anywhere but here right now. Can I, like, Kind of like be a dental insurance person that tells everyone they can't fillings <laughs> and crowns. It's like, what does it take to be that guy? He he must have been pretty down on his luck to go to go do that. Uh, so, and I, and that wasn't just one day; that was several days. Wow. Uh, I mean, that was most days in the morning. It was just, I think it was a clinical type anxiety that people deal with and don't like to talk about. I know I'm not the only one that's encountered it, but you know, I went through it. But seasons change; things pass. Um, and I got through it slowly, but surely still, even now in the mornings, you know, I'm mm-hmm. at the office, I'm not shaking and I'm not like in the bathroom crying or throwing up, but it's, you know, some days it's like, oh, back to the grind. I shouldn't you know? have ate that. Blah. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. No, but, yeah. uh, did you oh. ever feel that Ashley? Have you, have you felt anything like that yet or no? Well, yeah. I remember when you interviewed me for that one podcast, like I think it was, a week, a week and a half after we had opened our doors, and oh, you had asked yeah. me if I was like happy, and I just started crying on the podcast. Like it's, I mean, there's so much stress involved with our student loans, and then taking out, you know, another half a mil to open this practice, and and then all, you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, and you have all this debt. But not just that, but on like. Personally, like we we set very high expectations for ourselves, and and I think it I think anybody who pushes themselves to this limit is is always going to have that emotional roller coaster. Like I just I think this week has been a rough week for me too. I I don't know. I I've just kind of been in the dumps. Like I've 
Why? I don't know. It, it's just so hard to explain. Like you, you go through like your highs and your lows, and and then you think about all the stresses as a business owner, and now you have to support your team members. Um, and you have to run this business, and you have to take care of your patients, and you have to pay your loans, like, and you have to be a parent on top of it all. So, so it's a lot of stress, and I, I totally relate. I totally relate to what Trent says. Like, some days are just worse than others, but, but then you get through it, and, and luckily for both of us, we both have really good support systems. And, and um, I mean, Sarah Kay, when she asked about, like, is the stress of it all worth it? Like, Sarah, you are just getting started. Like, we're not going to sugarcoat it. It's, oh, I mean, oh. Trent, Trent is nodding his head like mad right now. Like, if, if you think this is stressful now, you just wait until everything starts to snowball. And, and now, like, you have 101 things on your list to do. So, but... But I mean, I, I, I know that I speak for myself, but I, I'm pretty sure Trent is in the same boat that I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I would not now. And, and part of that stressful part is man, you kind of you, you do it and you get through it and then you're really appreciative of it. Right. Um, you, you, I mean, you can either grow and learn something and improve and get better or you can just let it let it squish you. And I don't say that meaning it's a, always a choice because for some people, um, in some situations, some of the, your depression and anxiety is very much a clinical situation that no matter what's going on around you, no matter what changes happen, um, it can crush you without the proper help and it can just crush you. So, and I've been, I've seen that. I mean, I've got, you know, been, been around people or family members that it's, it's, a uh, you know, depression is very real. It's not just a, well, you're a dentist in the richest country in the world and the top, one percent so you should just be happy all the time so stop complaining well you know a lot of it's a very much a, a something that can't be controlled on that but that being said unless that's your situation if you kind of slog it out you'll no you'll get through it and let's also be clear a lot of people go through this and have normal stress and don't you know it's like fine they handle it just fine and it's not that big a deal like maybe ashley and i are the biggest basket cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably probably maybe, yeah. probably, probably. I, you know you've been stressed at least once in your life. Come on, yeah, that's at least been one time. Who me? Yeah. Oh, who's else? Is <laughs> I, it's because you got <laughs> cut. Naughty. You got cut off. You. No, but yeah, 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 you, yeah. Definitely been stressed out a lot. But I think I kind of like uh, I strive a little bit on it. You know what I mean? Like you know how some people can kind of handle like pressure really well. I like to see mm-hmm. I, I can handle pressure pretty well sometimes. And then sometimes I just I remember my second business. I like started breaking down and crying while I was cooking like a hot dog. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I, what am I doing? Oh, you were a vegan. This was before I was vegan. Yeah. So I started eating it and I was like, just headaches and stuff like that. I have so much, man. Anyways, anyways, on a lighter note, what's like the best (laughs) moments, best moment actually you've had Trent where you're like, this is worth it. This is why, this is why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. Okay. This is a little thing. I tell you what's been freaking awesome. We we opened. We were we did three days a week, seven a.m. to seven p.m. for our first year. And dude, when I tell you, the morning stressed me out. The morning stressed me out, and I was just getting up there at seven a.m. It was awful, and I was finally like, "Screw this! I'm I'm coming in at eight because I can." And so we changed the schedule so late. to eight a.m. And you know what? Like. 
I slept an extra hour and we didn't miss a beat product, you know, with production or anything. Cause 7 a.m., like no one's going to, they're lucky to get me to show up at 7 a.m. and I work there. And then, and then, you know, let alone your patients, we had a lot of no shows and stuff. And it was just like, boom, 8 a.m., walking in, you know, I'm not whistling, but I'm getting to where I'm thinking about whistling. You know, and it's like, this is awesome. And so we, I made that one little change and, uh, and, and, you know, we just, we got everyone fit into the time we have. So, those are the kind of, I mean, that's one example, but being able to make those decisions of, I'm the boss. I'm going to come uh-huh. in and say, and you want my team. And I told them all, hey, if you guys need the hours, come in at, at seven. You can work on, I don't know, whatever things need to be done. You know, I'm not I'm not looking to cut anyone's hours. And one person comes in at seven and gets the room set up. And everyone else was like, deal. I'm yeah. 7 a.m. for work. So, yeah, that that's was a- awesome. So now <laughs> it's like, man, I got I got associate now. So, like, man, I think. I'm start working like seven hours a week. I'll just show up and do buckle pit composites or amalgam. <laughs> amalgam. I'll be like, yeah. I'll How many hours that. are you working right now? 30. Oh, it's still good. Yeah. Okay. We do eight to seven, three days a week. So um, they're long days, but we, I mean, we're, we're kind of running around like crazy. I mean, we're working hard when we're there. So we squeeze everyone in. Um, but I'm looking to, now I'm with, with Advent, another doctor, she's starting to work some half days. And then I think, Eventually, we'll get another doctor and then be open five days a week, of which I will not be there five days a week. So, yeah. anyhow, that's wow. a that's something to put down on a vision board or goals and figure out for another day. So, so can yeah. you can you walk us through how many team members you have, how many part time, how many full time, and when did you get to the point where you thought you could take on an associate? And how much are you making? <laughs> 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 I'm not making enough. Okay, so right. <laughs> He's like, okay. I had, so. Meeting, I had a meeting today. Like my overhead now has spot. It was like seventy five percent for the last month. But we just added a doctor and are paying her on production and collections haven't rolled in and all that. But we've got I think thirteen of us at the office. Um, oh, Molly. No, oh, no. You're a year in. No, year and a half. Year and a half. <laughs> so uh, April. <laughs> April, I guess I'm telling you, it's Arkansas. Year and a half. Like, like every time right, Arkansas has a problem, and there's no one, no one wants to come work. And, I mean, Ashley, you're like, okay, I'm going to go work in Folsom City with Johnny Cash, or I'm going to go to Arkansas. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, nobody comes to Arkansas. There's not tons of dentists around here. Yeah. Everyone needs dental work. Fortunately, in my area, there's Walmart, the biggest business on the planet. So every, there's tons of people that are educated and, and, uh, well, I mean, educated for Arkansas. They got through fourth grade, like myself. <laughs> um, but, you know. I, mean, I was so smart I took it twice. Are, yeah, so <laughs> demographics were big for me. So we've got, oh, man, we've got myself and Dr. Knox now, mm-hmm. and then three hygienists, which is going to be four in January, um, and then five assistants, two for me, two for Dr. Knox, and one – isn't does assisting as as an assisted hygienist no we have one i can't talk one of the assistants does hygiene so he helps out with hygiene which in january we'll have another hygienist we'll just have an extra assistant floating around and then three three at the front desk so i don't know it's been crazy we got a lot we just kind of keep adding people so like how much am i making not as much as i'd like but we're like in this super spend money grow 
and higher in advance of when we need it because um, what we're finding is is people keep showing up um, so we're we're kind of hiring ahead instead of getting to where instead of being late to grow early on we were late to hire anybody and now it's like okay let's stay on top of this so yeah which I've also found has um, we've hired a lot of the right people we've hired some of the wrong people along the way but it's fine because they they were there and served you know and the served the purposes they needed and and we've got just an awesome team and so now it's kind of like I get to hire someone a new person and it's kind of like cool I get to bring on a new person that's gonna do a really good job and take some stress off of me um, so I kind of like having a big team because it's we have a lot of fun like I'm not that serious mm-hmm. I mean I'm kind of a goofball myself and so I've got a lot of goofballs in the office and we man, we have a lot of fun and I'm able I've got a team now that can be like distress me out can someone help me and then they, someone someone just does it so I need to delegate more and everything. So, yeah, that's kind of that's where we are as far as the team goes. Um, we haven't had a mutiny in a while. So, uh, and when did you get to the point where you, you thought you could take on an associate? Okay, so hmm, that was so for me. We've kind of if you haven't attended breakaway practice seminars, that's a uh, that's that's a good seminar to take on kind of how to run a practice, how to open a practice, but. Kind of their general rule is once you're booked out, two weeks is a sweet spot, and any more than that, um, you need to increase capacity somehow. So, so for us, we we kind of when we first opened, it was me, an assistant, and a front desk, and um, then once we started getting booked out, which is immediately, we had another assistant, and then we added a hygienist. And so for me, I've been waiting kind of when when I'm booked out a month, it's time to grow. So. It was hygienist, hygienist, third hygienist, and then it was like we're still booking out, and I am exhausted. Um, and then we had a uh, um, Dr. Knox, who's our associate. She went to school with me, graduated after me at Oklahoma, but she had kind of just messed. I I knew she was in the area, Northwest Arkansas, um, but you know that was about it. And it was one of those okay, she would be cool if she ever wanted to work here, but. I wasn't at the point of looking to actively hire an associate. And then she reached out to me and was like, hey, I'm in the area. If you ever want to you know, talk or anything, and I was like, okay, works for me. So then from there, it was just kind of, well, let's just figure this out. Because I'm kind of a believer of the right people come to you when you need them. Um, that's been my expra- experience for the practice. I know. I know. Even the ones that aren't like the best fit, they were what you needed at the time to hold you over to, to the right fit. Anyhow, so she reached out about that time. I was kind of thinking – of it and then it was like well i'm booked out a month i'm running all over checking three hygienists and it's exhaust wait two hygienists two assisted hygienists that's what i meant which was exhausting and so um it was like well how do i do this and can i keep her busy and then once we decided yeah we'll, we'll figure it out um so then we added her and she started about a month and a half ago and has been doing great i mean she's been busy but a lot of her schedule right now is we brought in a third hygienist. I'm going to confuse everybody to take over one of the because we only have eight chairs. And so the third hygienist was kind of her hygienist, and then she sees new patients. But I mean, she's already filling up with new patients and stuff, and trying to you know doing same day dentistry and everything. And so it's worked out swimmingly so far. So I think as we move forward, it's going to continue to work to look what, really, really well. What are you doing to get these new patients? 
uh, opening a dental practice in Arkansas. <laughs> um, now we, we brilliant. Well, we, we've got uh, we we had the good demographics. We're enrolled in a lot of the insurances, so I am a center. I take a lot of insurances, um, and we're on you know the main road going in and out of our town that everyone drives on to get to Walmart where they work. Um, and so we've got good signage and everything. And uh, when we opened, we did direct mail to like 15,000 or something households around the area, which is... Who did you use for direct mail? We used Practice Cafe. Okay. Um, so I had a very good experience with them, excellent customer service. And uh, man, we just, we did those and we're really, really busy. And then we did some pay-per-click and SEO stuff online um but not a lot and then in april and we were just so busy and I, that was it was just me and we were booked out over a month and so i talked to practice cafe and they were like i wouldn't do any more mailers right now because you can't even see them anyway and it's your most expensive marketing so we quit doing mailers back in april and now we're just doing pay-per-click and i don't know they do their seo i don't know anything about how all that works i just let them do it and patients keep showing up so um that's I mean that's that's pretty much what we're maybe a couple three or four thousand dollars a month. I'm not for sure. Um, four thousand on your advertising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Total. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that the mailers are done, back when we were doing mailers, those those things are expensive. Um, what are but they? they work. Thirty. I don't know, like thirty-eight cents oh. a mailer, and we sent one to uh, like everyone in the state of Arkansas 10 times. So I don't know. It was like $400. So that's a joke for you bad at math people. Um, uh, I'm just like agreeing. Oh yeah. I don't, I'm bad at math. So I don't know. Yeah. Ashley's good at math. That's a lot of money. That's a lot. I that's haven't cool. done anything like that. I haven't done pay-per-click. I haven't right. done. Well, so you're the Facebook queen. Um, and I, I started the boot camp. Uh, and this is Facebook boot camp. Actually, my first one was today. So I'm like, I got to start figuring this out. Um, How was that? I have, yeah, it's hot money. Do what? How was that? How was the, the – are both of you guys on the same Facebook boot camp? Um, uh, I was supposed to be, but I had a doctor's appointment today. Yeah. So I, I did not have a doctor's appointment. So I was there. It was good. It was, it was like – Okay, I need to just do what Anissa says. So mm-hmm. I've been pretty bad about that, but we have been good about just posting random stuff, just totally throwing crap against the wall to see what sticks. We just kind of post things at the office, and we get really good response from patients. So that's what, what has been your um, your favorite stuff that you've incorporated into your practice, Trent? If it's like technology or practice software? Yeah, I. We we got a comb beam. I don't know. Back in October, that's been. We're losing Trent. That's been awesome. Don't lose me. Are you there? Trent, can, can, can you me? hear Trent? Trent, I can hear you guys fine. Okay. Are you are you on another browser or are you on your phone or no? No, I'm on my computer. But mm-hmm. my Wi-Fi is not working here, so I'm using a hotspot from my cell phone. But. Can you see me now? Like, wait, hold on. Your Wi-Fi never works there in that room? Or in the state. 
Your Wi-Fi doesn't. We don't doesn't... do Wi-Fi in Arkansas. We use three G. We use four G LTE network. Are you serious? Yeah, and dig holes in the backyard for the bathroom. <laughs> yes, we have like, Wi-Fi. I was believing it. They even come to Arkansas. Were you believing it, Ashley, or no? No. Yeah, whatever. You were. You're like, oh man. man. Can you hear me now? Yeah, right now I can. Oh, it's kind of spotty, Trent. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I got spotty. I right like now. the comb beans. Can you hear that? Yes. Okay, what model comb beam did you get? I got the Vautech Green 8x10 something or other with a Ceph arm. So, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I got the Vautech. It works great. I love it. It helps for uh, implant planning. We're not doing a ton of implants, but mostly that's on me, just getting confident with it. But endo. It's been awesome for endo. Um. And then we got a, a trio scanner, which is really cool, but not as so expensive. I know, I know. Don't get the color. I got the trios color, and and like it's cool, but you just use a shade tab and save thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I got that, which has been which has been pretty cool, um, and it helps. You know, it's decreased our lab bill some. We're able to use some labs and save money because they're not pouring up stone and all that. Um, and then we got a 3d printer. So is it the form, the form two? Form two. Yep. And so that's where it's been really cool is we can, uh, we can do liners in office. So I take a trio scan and then get everything planned out. And then I print a whole bunch of models that we make, uh, clear liners on with that's- our, uh, with a mini star, just a positive pressure suck down machine thing. So um, and then surgical guides for implants. So that's been, that has been cool. In fact, that's one of my things for this year is I want to really market toward, uh, doing some aligners, um, and Invisalign cause Dr. Knox, um, is, is she's, she's pretty salty with the Invisalign and the aligners. So she's got a lot of experience with it. So, um, I think we're gonna, we're gonna do a lot more, a lot more of those moving forward. Cause it saves like it's under $500 per case. Um, Whereas Invisalign, you, you know, it's like $1,700 and the patient could just go buy it on their own for $200 and mess themselves up. So, you know, it's, what is a small direct, whatever. Yeah, small direct close. Yeah, yeah, good for you, guy. Good for you, Invisalign. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's, it really, it helps, it helps be able to keep it in office and be able to make the alignment. And it's kind of cool. So it's totally nerdy, but I kind of like it. So, yeah. So those have been those have been fun things. I don't know. Have you gotten any toys yet, Ashley? I don't know. When'd you you've been open? How long um, been open? Three months. Three months. Yeah, it gets worse and it gets better. <laughs> it's worse and better that he's gonna update you on. Yep. Throughout his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got what? All, did you get any? Did you start off with any of those just ridiculous frivolous? I d- um, I got the Itero scanner. That was my big splurge. I think yeah. it's really cool to help um, with your case acceptance, having mm-hmm. um, having the the before and after rendering really helps. Yes. Um, and then the ability to take a scan of your crown prep mm-hmm. and send it digitally to the lab that's been pretty cool. But um, but I'm like you, like I I mean I I took a, a few implant courses and now it's just getting my feet wet and and starting to implement that. 
in your private practice? Like, did you did you shoot bricks the night before your first implant case in your practice, or what? Yeah. Oh, I cursed, yeah. Michael. You gotta bleep that out. Jeez, I'm just kidding. Poop cinder box. <laughs> Poop cinder box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, I did a little bit, and uh, but with the guide, doing them guided, so I can plan it out in the Blue Sky software, and then print my guide, and it makes it so simple. I don't want to say easy. I mean, I still flap. I can see the, but but it's it's pretty cool. It makes it simple, and then you know ahead of time. Like ah, I'm gonna send this to my periodontist buddy because he can graft or do all. Like, I'm. I'm cherry picking easy cases, um, but it goes real simple. I mean, the patient's like, "That's it, that's all." I'm like, yeah, that's it. Hmm. I did it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> this is so awesome. Should have been longer. Thank you so much, Trent, for being in the hot seat today, for spending your evening with us. Um, it, you've been so much fun to follow your journey on Dental Town, and I've heard your podcast interviews on quite a few different podcast and and it's so nice to have you in our facebook group the making of a dental startup you are such a valuable contributor and thank you so much for your pearls of wisdom that you've learned and i'm sure so many people are going to be reaching out to you after they hear this episode so thank you again for for sharing an hour with us no problem it was a pleasure to sit here and ramble about <laughs> stuff yeah. so yeah. anyone has any questions or anything always open to Facebook messages or whatever. This is a kind of a small world of dental people and we're a bunch of weirdos doing just weird stuff. So like the door is always open, especially if you need to vent or if you're vomiting before you go into work. <laughs> gotcha. I got hold your hair back for you. <laughs> All right. Alrighty guys. Thank you so much Thanks. for tuning in. Thank you, Trent for having us. Um, and then you yeah. Oh yeah. Leave, leave us yeah. a review. Yeah, everybody, I've... leave us a review. Uh, leave us a review about Trent. Ooh. Ooh. Why don't I leave you a review? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys, leave, you leave me a That'll review work. too. Make sure it's five stars. <laughs> if it's not five stars, then don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't 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 even do that. Don't make Trent throw up. Don't do it, guys. Don't do no, it. No. If it's not five stars, just add. One, two, three, or four until you get to five. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. Bye. Talk to you next week. Right, see ya. Bye. All right, Ashley, you got to be at a call at five. Yeah, my call with um, Inner Circle. What is that? Inner Circle. Oh, Inner Circle. yeah. Are you Michael. in the Inner Circle, Michael? No, I I, I think it's just for dentists. No. Yeah. I, I'm not in the Inner Circle. I'm not in the Inner Circle. Inner Circle is for Anissa, right? Yes. Anissa. I'm, just, I'm just a boot camper right now. <laughs> The just, next stage. There you are in Anissa Special Forces. <laughs> Is there going to be another inner circle or no? Yeah. Oh. I'm
We're going to make our own. Oh. We're going to make the inner, inner circle. The inner, inner circle. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> inner, inner circle. 